Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 51, recorded live in front of a studio audience on Friday, March 7th, 2008. And here are your hosts, the man who's got a brand spanking new 802.11N router from Netgear, Dave Play. Draft N. Sorry, draft 802.11 draft and router from Netgear. Well, the draft Dave has been finalized. Hi, everyone. And the man who cannot connect to said new 802.11 draft and Netgear router, Andy Lowe. Oh. Hi. You can connect when I tell it to broadcast on B and G as well as N. Um, are you doing that right now? Yes. Then no. You can't connect. Nope. Really? I've got the I've got this this Ethernet cable too. Okay. Well, but you connected through that, right? No. No. Unplug the Ethernet cable and try and connect purely wirelessly, Andy. Okay. Network cable is unplugged. Let's look at this. Okay. View available wireless networks. Nothing on the list. Let me refresh the network list. No, don't refresh the list. Just do IP config release. IP config renew. I've been doing that from the command prompt. Yes, I know. Okay. And nothing. Well, you have the desktop right there. I know. Which is With why I'm on this side of the room. Yes. Yeah. I love how your your monitor, which you've gotten more recently than my, you know, cheap-ass monitor, is having more problems. Yeah. Anyways, episode 51. Yes, because, you know, last episode last was episode, 50, which yeah. we really should have something special for, but... We recorded an episode. Yeah, that, that was pretty much as special as we're going to get. Andy's drinking. Ah. Yeah, I haven't so, had any food or drink yet today. This, Really? Yeah. That's kind of sad. I know. What time did you get up? Um, one, two-ish. I'm glaring as hard as I can. Damn you. You, you can't glare. You don't have an evil look. Now it no, just looks like you're blind. Oh, thanks, Andy. No problem. So this is the, the first episode. We are doing something special now that it's episode 51. What? Uh, this is the first episode where Andy and I are using the new site uh, and the link suggest feature to, to organize our list. Yeah, we should point out that um, when the new site goes live... Soon. I, I have one or two kinks to work out, little tiny bugs. Like when I add a subdomain for the forums, the whole thing crashes. Wait, even if you add the forums, the no, whole no, thing... Not cra- the forums. If I add a subdomain for the forums, so like forum.rapodcast.net, yeah. the whole thing crashes. Why can't you just do rapodcast.net slash forums? Problems with Rails. Working on it. Looking for solutions. Dave, let's make a new site. Let's do it on Rails. I hate oh, wait. Our host doesn't do Rails. Oh, well, we have to find oh. a new host. Oh, wait. I'm having problems with the forum. It's a work in progress. Thank you very much. I didn't see you writing out any code. Do you expect me to write out the code? Because I can do it. You knew more about web programming than I did when I started. HTML programming? You yes. Knew, you knew, knew more than I did. You knew as much as I did. Well, more than our equals. <laughs> Who's been programming longer? Me. Who's been programming in very obscure languages that no one in their right mind should be using? Me. I know HTML and BASIC. I know C++, Java. Oh, yeah, Java, yeah, too. And, uh, Ruby, sort of. Lua, uh, TI BASIC, Visual BASIC. And you're Basic. doing what? You want to become a math, math teacher. teacher. And a, a CS teacher. My minor is going to be computer science. Makes sense. I could actually that would that makes more sense than a math. What? It does. Are you saying I'm bad at math? No, I'm just saying how often do you do math related things? Not when you're around, but more often than most people. Right. Which is why I want to teach it, Andy. I don't just sit down and do it usually. 
Thank you, you can Billy. sit down and do it. I sit down and do it every once in a while, for goodness sake. Yeah, you do hard math. Though. You, well, not hard as in, like, difficult, but hard as in, like, concrete math. Yeah, I know. Like, sitting here doing linear algebraic equations to figure out gas prices versus yeah. how many people in a car versus an airplane. Yeah. Why? So, like, $375, was it? $325 flight? 337 plus whatever the taxes are, so right. 300 It's about 350 Yeah. That's not bad. I've never round even trip? heard of this airline before. It was? Yeah. Yeah. Never Is heard of it. round trip? Yeah. Or was it one way? No, round trip. Awesome. I might do that. Direct flight? No, you have to go through uh, Milwaukee. That's not bad. No. Hell, I'll drive to Milwaukee. <laughs> well, then you're flight would be even cheaper then if you well you'd have to take it uh, well account. there's the cost of the gas to get to milwaukee yeah. which is a tank and a half round trip or you could just take a flight to milwaukee and then another flight from Seattle to milwaukee to detroit granted your car would be in milwaukee and yeah. you wouldn't be so that, that would, would be work. bad yeah but then you could but go I could and- meet the ccst because you guys can you could change it very easily to go through milwaukee you wouldn't no lose. no we are going to go through milwaukee going this through milwaukee? year yeah. i meet up with the ccst when? Sort of. No, I couldn't because I'd be leaving way later. <laughs> yes. You guys would have been long past Milwaukee. But yes. I could go with the CCSE and stay at my grandparents. Well, yes, but then why don't you just take the CCST then? Because coming back, I wouldn't be with the CCST. We'll talk later. You're confusing me. I and know, that's and never it's so a good fun. sign. No, so, it, it's so much. It's fun to confuse me? Yes. Maxis's big game. EA's big game at this point. Um. EA's big game, uh, Madden. Different part of EA. Uh, uh, ropes different, in different lots, part of EA. Especially female players. Um, like your girlfriend. Um, EA. Starts with an S. Uh, Used to go before the words city, farm, ant. Oh, I remember. Oh, Sim Ant. God, yeah. I love that Sim game. Sim Ant was a fun game. You I can know. actually buy it. Uh, not buy it. You can download it now. It's abandonware. What? Well, sort Technical, of abandonware. No, Typically abandon- it's owned by EA, but... Abandonware is not legal. It well, isn't. But... Some of it is. Some of it is. Some of it's not. Some of it is. Oh, now you're getting to the gray areas of copyright, of copyright law. law. Right. Well, if no one holds the copyright... Technically, it's public domain. Like, right. uh, so it's a wonderful life is public domain now. Abandonware, a lot of it is public domain. But then you also have to get the rights from the previous holder of copyright. But if the holder doesn't exist anymore... Which is the problem you get when you have a company holding a copyright right. instead of a person. Because oh, the company could still technically... It's, so... EA's big game. Yes. Sims. Yes. Sims 2. Yes. And they're all 20 some odd expansions. Sims 3. No, that doesn't exist. But it does. What? They're working on Sims 3. EA has officially announced Sims 3. And they they, gave a teaser. But they they don't have like the the 20 expansions yet. Well, but those will come. And then people will shell out 20 to 50 bucks per expansion. Well, yeah, no, but no, but like you had the Sims and you had like the. Oh yeah, the massive oh, you're saying that Sims Two doesn't have yeah. like, but they, aren't there already like seven expansions for Sims Two? There's Sims Two, Sims Seasons, Sims Shopping, Sim H and M Fashion, Sim Pets. I swear there's like one more. I can't think of it. But they've got about they've got five. I know that for sure. Well, there you go. <laughs> but they need they five need, is enough. They need more. They're they're working on Sims Three. I'm sure there'll still be expansions for Sims Two. Now, why would you do that? Why would you do expansions for Sims 2 after Sims 3 comes out? Because people still play Sims 2. And Sims 3 is gonna be out, isn't going to be out for a while. If you go to thesims3.ea.com, thesims, one word, numeral com, all there is is more information coming soon, March 19th, 2008. So we have to wait for March 19th? Yes. 
but they they did a, a press release saying we're working on Sims 3 and they gave a little teaser I I see so Sims. the Sims 3 is, is official you know what other 3 is official this is I, I like how this moves right along what other 3 is official other than the official number 3 the official number 3 well it's probably standardized somewhere 3 is it's, there's got to be an international standard for numbers I I don't know Come on, they've got the they've got the official standard for a kilogram. They've got yeah, official but, standard for the numbers. speed of light. And they're they're universal concept. No, three is you can't measure a three. Three is a concept. Yes, yeah, so but it still should be standardized. Like three is three is three is three. But three is three is one one base two is one zero base three is three base four. No. Okay, so now we need a Rosetta Stone of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what, what other three is official, Dave? <laughs> three Alpha. Thunderbird 3.0 Alpha should be released later next month. So wait, Thunderbird's that open... Thunderbird is the Mozilla Foundation's email client. Okay, so it's it's, it's the open version of Outlook. Yeah, it's it's the... It, Thunderbird is to Outlook as Firefox is to Internet Explorer. Yeah, Internet Almost Explorer exactly. 8 is coming out soon, too. Yeah, I did see that. IE 8. It's supposed to be, like... Actually, following standards. <gasps> Nobody oh follows standards. Certainly not Microsoft. <laughs> no, but it's like there's like a web page you can go to, and it will test to see if your browser yeah. is compatible with how many standards of the internet. Yeah. Well, IE8 is supposed to be compatible with way more standards. Oh, well, that should be interesting. It would be great if it were like a forced upgrade. Like if all of a sudden IE5 and 6 just stopped working. Well, um, they could technically do that with IE7 because IE7's got a. Um, I forgot what the name of the software, but all the stuff that's supposed Windows to be running. Genuine Advantage. No, no, no. But there's there's software backwards compatibility. I think it's called like Wonky or something like that. Because wonky. there's some there's some stuff in IE that IE six did Wonky, so they they did a little strange. And so IE seven they basically had to put software into IE seven that would do the stuff that IE six was doing huh. a little odd. Odd. So technically, they could just cut all that off, and then people would be forced to upgrade to IE seven. Well, no, they'd be forced to downgrade. Yeah, Never mind. No. <laughs> that's that's working backwards. Yeah. However, I you know they all require an active internet connection to do anything. Yeah. So, like people, I guess you could design an opening uh, a header in the web page that would just say, "If you have IE seven, redirect here to Microsoft's update page." Microsoft could require it to update or something. I don't know. I'm sure there's a way. But okay, so now this is this brings up a whole other issue. That I've always wanted to talk about is the, the oh. technology upgrading. Yeah. Especially since we're sitting here with a draft and router, and I'm sitting here with my IPig config and release and renew, and, and it's, it's not working. No. I wonder if I flush the DNS, if that will do it. Uh, IPig config renew should do that. Or release should do flush that. Flush DNS. Oh, maybe if I spell IP config correctly. That would help. So, you, you wanted to talk about technology. Well, think about, like, the... the like this is with the PowerPoint presentations and stuff like that. Right? So you always have to technically upgrade your your stuff. What? Think like okay. So there was doing a presentation. This was a book that I read uh, called Scrolling Forward. It's a guy who was a computer science person, and then he went back and studied like making old manuscripts the old-fashioned way. Okay. And he he wrote a book about his ideas of like where technology is going forward and ways of written communications and stuff. Okay. And he made a pretty good quote in there that says like. If you write something down on a sheet of paper, you don't need more sheets of paper to read that sheet of paper. You just have your eyes. Right. 
you, you don't need to upgrade your eyes to read the sheet of paper. Once it's written, it's done. But now if I think about it, like, I went downstairs looking for You Don't Know Jack. Mm-hmm. I found a bunch of old floppy disks that I know, if I put them in my computer, would not work because I don't have the right system for it. Right. So it's my whole thing with, like, technology upgrading. It's just... That we're, we're, we are obsolete in stuff. We're yeah. leaving it behind. In, in printed media, things aren't really obsolete. No, like, you, I go to the library and look at a manuscript from 18th century. Yes, you could, but you couldn't read it. I couldn't read a manuscript from the 18th you century? read it. Yeah. You wouldn't understand it. How, because the language has changed. No, but it's still that... It's English words on a paper. I'm Andy, still able to English look at the... English 200 doc- years has changed. Actually, 18th century, 300 years has changed significantly. But go I'm, back and you like the word, You wouldn't recognize the words. You'd recognize that they're words. Yes. But you wouldn't recognize the words. But I'm still farther ahead than, say, 300 years into this future. How many of our word documents, how many of our speeches, and how much of our audio well, and video information right. is going to be not even known to exist? Think the Library of, the, of Congress. The, the, the first Super Bowl. Think of like the, the, that's a big sporting event. Mm-hmm. Nobody has a copy of it. They recorded, they broadcast it once, they recorded it on a VHS tape, and then they recorded over it. Did they really record yes. over it? Yes. That was the thing with the old television shows is that some of the episodes that are completely gone from history is because that they were so, recorded on a format. And they're like, oh, nobody needs to keep so this. So what we need to do is go faster than the speed of light. Go backwards in time? No, just go out further than the signal, point a parabolic dish at the Earth, and recapture the signal. <laughs> so you're basically saying we have to go travel in time faster than the signal. Well, not, not travel in time, just travel through space faster than the signal's traveling. Oh, and then we could, if we go even far enough, we could... We, we could, could catch the signal. Yeah. And then receive it and re-record it. Then we'd have to broadcast it back, and it would have to broadcast it back. No, you could just take it back. If you can get out there faster than it can, you can get back. Yeah, that is one crazy harebrained idea. Yeah, totally. But by it, by all modern physics, it's actually impossible. But yeah, but the the book I'm saying that the book itself still exists. But now it's like word documents, videos, TV shows. This stuff doesn't exist anymore. And if it does exist, we have to keep on upgrading it itself. Right. It, Asimov actually uh, approaches this problem uh, from a slightly different angle, very similar problem about. Uh, what happens when you start getting too much information and you keep storing too much information? Like YouTube? Who chooses which information gets discarded? Because at some point you reach a limit where, okay, in order to store more new stuff, we have to get rid of the old stuff. Like the Super Bowl tape. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So who's deciding which stuff gets progressed and which stuff gets lost into the mists of time? That is another good question. Who writes the history books, basically? Mm-hmm. And oh, people, a, people now are under the impression that we have unlimited storage space, but no, we, we don't. don't. I mean, there's there is going to be a finite limit somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe theoretically, there's an infinite limit. Uh, when they start talking about quantum computing and we how can. a single processor can have more states than there are atoms in the universe, then you could actually just set one up and track every atom in the universe. In theory, hold on, I need to go get my math homework out of the fourth dimension. Fifth dimension, sixth dimension, linear algebra shit. I don't know. We're just you saying know, it's yeah. stored in a, it's stored in basically in another universe. Yeah. Hold on, I'll be back. <laughs> Hang on, I have to go get my homework. It may uh, or may not exist yeah. yet. <laughs> Who knows? That's the one worry I have about quantum computing is you're you're dealing with possibilities and whether or not something possibly exists. That's kind of creepy to me. The, you, the the bit is either on or off 
or both or nine, neither or somewhere in between. So it's, quantum computing scares me. One person can do four jobs at once. Have they? Have they? Has there been any news on that quantum computer? That was almost a year ago, wasn't it? I don't believe so. Like they, they showed it, and people were doubting its ability. And yeah, then, they refused to let reporters or, or technicians in. I mean, they probably ran back to their bat cave, and that's yeah. the end of we heard of. I don't know. Okay, so I would check online, but just you like, know, well, the, the desktop is right there. Oh, it's got a signal again. Yeah, it's not as broken as it normally is. Yeah, it's goddamn. But anyways, I've I got a hundred and fifty dollar LCD monitor. If you want it, I do like the uh, the irony. That given the knowledge we have, quantum computing may or may not exist. <laughs> I just got it. Oh, oh! Look, now it's broken again. It's not broken. <laughs> My monitor has a habit of saying no signal, when clearly there is a signal because there's a picture right behind it. Yeah, February twenty second, two thousand and six. Uh, that's too old. Yeah, let me just see the Wikipedia article about quantum computing. That's just got to be, like, the theory of it. Yes, and it's lots of words and not really saying anything. Okay. So, anyways, getting back to the topic yes. at hand. What was the topic at hand? Thunderbird 3.0 is oh, yes. due out uh, as a, an alpha sometime now, in April. Do you actually like using POP3 email stuff at all or no? You know, I've actually got my Thunderbird right now set up to do both POP3 and IMAP. Okay. And the IMAP is great because it's an active back-and-forth connection. Yeah. Right? I mean, you, you log in, and the changes you make on your system are made on the server. Yeah. The POP3 is good because when you don't have an internet connection, you still have your email. Yeah. You have everything from your inbox has been downloaded to your local machine. But then if I download my entire Gmail inbox, that's, um, what am I up to now? Less like, than five gigs. Well, yeah, but it's still a lot yeah. of... Email. I, I have a, like a couple thousand messages. So I it have takes a thousand like, new messages. It takes it like an hour to download it. Oh no! But it hey, doesn't hey, keep downloading it. It just downloads yeah. the new stuff. And then you do what you need to do, and then upload it back up again, and all the changes will be. So that uh, it, I don't upload back up. No. No. Oh. I, I actually didn't know you. I thought POP three was more of a one way connection. Well, I would. It, I thought it does both ways. It might. I don't know. I just know POP3 is where you... I use it as a one-way connection. Okay. I use it to just download email to my local machine so that even if I don't have the web, I have the emails. But you're getting probably, with technology advanced, you're probably going to not need POP3 anymore. Like, think of... think. Are we really going to need Thunderbird in a couple of years with all this cloud computing that we've got going on? Well, Thunderbird is just an email client. It's just a way to organize and view your email. You're well, going yeah, to always need some sort of program to view it, whether it's online or whether it's local. I mean, Gmail is the same thing as Thunderbird. It's just online. But, you, well, if and when they apply Google Gears to Gmail, you'll be able to take it offline. Yeah. But in the meantime, if you don't have a web connection, if you don't have an active connection, you can't use Gmail. Well, yeah, I know that, but I'm just saying in the future, do you feel like this – do you feel like Thunderbird no, 3 is basically a dying software? I don't know. Because everything's going now to always be connected. Yeah. Well, in 10 or 15 years when we're, you know, we have like a global wireless network, then yeah, it'll be, there's no point. Yeah. But we need something to fill the gap. Okay. So it's a temporary. It's a fix. Okay. It's a very good fix. Yeah, that is true. It, like it's a really good fix. And now they're, into, you know, the, the calendar part of Thunderbird was an add-on. There's an add-on called Lightning. Really? Which is a calendar. 
and then they they did a spin-off called Sunbird which is lightning just as its own standalone application so it's see that's one thing I need to do is get some email add-ons. and a, yeah. I gotta get a decent calendar well, program I, you know what I'm waiting for what Google Gears on Gcal yeah that because no, I love Gcal I love using Gcal and as soon as they get gears so that I can do it locally and then just reconnect and upload and sync, that's all I'll need. Until then, I'm using Lightning. And in Thunderbird 3, it's going to be an integrated part of the program. Oh, well, that's going to be nice. Or so they say. Too bad I just can't have the email to like read the email and go, okay, would you like to add this to the calendar See, or this the to the calendar? Like, eventually you'll be able to do that. I know, which I can't wait for something like that. Uh, I actually just saw Twitter. Yeah. You can use Twitter to talk to your GCAL. So you can Twitter events to your GCAL? Yeah, like all of a sudden I now want to use Twitter. Oh my goodness gracious. you can use Twitter from your phone, yeah. you can use Twitter from wherever. So if I, because that's my thing is where I, at the, at the time when I realized that I need to write something down. You don't have access to it. Yeah, right. and by the time I have access to it, I've forgotten what I need to write down. Right. So evidently Twitter can solve this. Oh, now if I could only just get to, to do like voice notes where it would just be able to understand speech recognition technology for me, hooked up to Twitter, hooked up to GCAL. That would be awesome. Go buy a Linux PDA, find some voice recognition software, and write a script. Yes, but that would involve buying a Linux PDA, They're finding cheap. the software, and writing the, the, and the, writing the script. Yeah. Or convince someone else to do it. That is Which true. Is what I did with a nonprofit organization. Which Zach Weigel went and made, GamersOutreach.org, the Gamers Outreach Foundation. They just ran their first, their their opening tournament called Gamers Forgiving. This isn't on the list. I'm going off yeah. on this because I was going to bring this up anyway. It's worth point. mentioning. Yeah, uh, Gamers Forgiving, wildly successful. Spawned off of one random podcast well, that we did. He was throwing around yeah. the idea, but yeah, but I if, just basically put, if you we put two and two together yeah. quite. If you have been a very long-time listener for a year or so, episode 24. God, that was, was a while ago. With Zach Weigel. We should get him back on sometime. Oh, yeah. Uh, after the podcast, Zach stayed on Skype with Andy and I, and we, we just chatted for a little bit. During that time, the, the topic of what are you doing next came up. And during that time, the suggestion was thrown out of starting a nonprofit organization. And he went and did. And then he was telling, Dave, why did you make me do yeah, this? He's, he's mad at me for, for suggesting it to him. Uh, but but how, do, we, do we have a final count with the... Uh, for how much they made? Yeah. Not sure. Um, Zach is still working out the money. Probably, it's probably on his Facebook page. Uh, but the last I heard... You know what? I'm, I'm not even going to say the last I heard. I'm going to wait for the official numbers because okay. I have insider information on this well, that I've really – no, I'm not going to go. Say. I have to go switch myself to the, the new Gamers Forgiving uh, Facebook group. And Gamers Outreach Foundation. Yeah. Game, see, this is the thing. Your paper yeah. totally got this wrong. I know. I'm so mad at the Eastern Echo. I probably should have written that article. Yeah. I probably should have. I should have. Uh, they kept calling the organization Gamers Forgiving. And the event was, I don't even know. The event, the, the tournament itself was Gamers Forgiving. Yes. The organization yeah, is... I know, I know, I know well, that. I'm saying for them. Oh, okay. The, the listeners. Okay, okay, Remember, okay. Remember, there's more yes. than you and me here. What? Oh, yes. The, the Gamers Outreach Foundation is the organization. Yes, makes sense. And they, they threw the Halo tournament this last weekend. I worked it. It was a lot of fun. I was running around like mad, but I was smiling the entire time. I went to hell last week, and there's nothing to do in hell. There's boring. nothing to do in hell. There's I a bar. I told you that. And that's it. Did, did they at least name, like, 
the bar Inferno or something? No, no, or, it or was Dante's the or? the Dam Site Inn. The Dam Site Inn, because it's right next to the Dam in Hell. <laughs> that's that's they, they that's where that's, if, if all right, if that's hell, a clever enough hunt. Yeah, that's that's good enough. But um, if Hell ever freezes over, that's how they check. They check to see if the Dam is still flowing water because up then hell has hell completely frozen yeah. over that's awesome it's only happened uh, like once or twice though but it has happened before so other awesome sort of not really awesome news uh one up yeah right uh egm um who else i think cranky geeks worked for them too oh uh ziff davis ziff davis good old zd net yeah filed for chapter 11 what Ziff Davis is bankrupt. No, what? I thought they were. I remember they had talked about looking for other options, like they were to get rid of EGM magazine and stuff. Yeah, well, evidently they said, "Screw it, we're bankrupt." Chapter eleven. Well, what's going to happen with One Up and stuff? They haven't really said anything. Oh, that I've seen. And they might have said something, but that, that I've seen, they have not said anything. Well, that's something. So, chapter eleven. Another example of the sorry state of the the economy. <laughs> well, it's just the sorry state of video game journalism. Mm. Well, but ZD is far more than just game journalism. What do they have? They have One Up and EGM and 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 plenty other tech stuff. No, because they're they're magazine publisher. They don't just do game stuff. Probably they owned tech TV. Remember? Yeah. Look how. Oh that- uh, yeah. Did they own G Four? No, but G4 is oh. Comcast. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Popular Hostile aviation. takeover. Popular I, aviation. I've got them up on okay. Wikipedia now. Since I don't have internet access. 1UP, DL.TV, Cranky Geeks, I was right. Uh, Extreme Tech, Filefront, GameTab.com, MyCheats.com, PC Magazine, Linux Watch, Microsoft Watch, uh, GearLog.com. I'm just kind of reading some of these. So You know what's yeah. kind of funny is, like, because I listen to Cranky Geeks, the podcast. Yeah. And, like... Now that makes sense why they have some of their guests on that show. Ziff Davis. Yeah, all their Ziff Davis media conglomerates yeah. are on the podcast as Gee, guests. Who would have thought? Well, now that you like, I was thinking like I was thinking some of them like they always had PC Mag guys on. I'm like, well, yeah, it's because yeah. it's Ziff Davis. But now that you like listen to some of the other ones, I'm like, I remember when that guy They're was on. All Ziff Davis. <laughs> hmm. So Ziff Davis has filed Chapter Eleven. I see. CDNet is probably throwing a party. Not CDNet, CNet. Yeah. CNet is throwing a party. Well, CDNet is probably a... I don't know. I think I'd be kind of... I think I'd be kind of um, scared if I was CNet. Well, granted, they've been around. Basically, they created the online gaming technology journalism stuff at the very beginning. CNet has a lot more than just games. Again, I mean, yeah, I, I think CNet will be fine. Now we can see. So ZDNet Chapter 11. They're yeah. saying that they're going to try to get out of Chapter 11 by summer, and so far uh, an ad hoc group of shareholders has set aside $24.5 million to continue normal operations until it reemerges. Huh. It's going to take $24 million to continue doing that thing just for the summer? Uh, I guess. Or, or until they, the they summer? very liberal in their estimate. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll keep tabs on it. <laughs> Can we do slightly happier news, though? Sure. Uh, PAX. Yes, it's coming. We PAX already, is coming. We already Free know Ridge that. Free Ridge is open. Yes, already done. Free Ridge, Free Ridge actually closes at the end of the month, I think. I still March need to, 31st. still need to fax in my gaming Media article. Stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. You have to fax it in this year. That sucks. Aw, poor Andy. Uh, Gabe and Tycho, yes. in their absolute awesomeness. And I'm sure this was probably a couple other people suggested Coup. this too. Coup. Probably. <laughs> Most likely. It's amazing. I have such a new respect for Koo after working that tournament. I, I, mm, I've got other things, but I'm... Okay. Personal opinion, and I really don't want to go into that right now, because it's still cloudy for me. So. Okay. But anyway, yes, he, he basically... Well, you could call him the savior of PA, since he did drag them out of the dumpster. Yeah. Several times. Yes. The PAX 10. The, the, but we're on PAX 08. 08, yes. The PAX 10 is this new thing that will be happening at PAX. Oh, okay. Uh, that is to support indie gaming. Because indie gaming really needs uh, some help every so often. And Expo, uh, Microsoft just did a huge thing for indie gaming. Yeah, about, which we talked about. Yeah, the XNA stuff. Uh, the PAX 10 is... Penny Arcade is encouraging people to submit their own games. Like, have to be fully compiled working games. Okay. Uh, and then they're going to take all the submissions, review them, in a, like... Yeah, within yeah, the company, yeah. they'll review not like publish reviews of all all submissions, but they'll review and pick the top ten, and then those ten will be on display at PAX. Hmm, that should be interesting. So I'm looking forward to. That. I wonder where they'll put it. Probably in the Expo Hall. I don't know. Make make a little indie games corner. Well, there already was an indie games corner. <laughs> well, it's basically the outside edge was indie games. Yeah. It'll be it'll be uh, interesting to see. Uh, would, well, you know, it's kind of like self self. Uh, Oh, a kiosk in the past in the PAX exhibition hall for you and your team to demo your game. So not only will there be a kiosk, there will be ten kiosks. I think they're expanding the expo hall. Yes, yes. They, they said twice the twice the coverage for the expo hall, which means yeah. they probably would. We were, I was doing the math with this because I literally grabbed the blueprints of the Washington State Trade and Convention Center. Yeah. Um, or the Convention and Trade Center. Uh, w... WSCTC. C-C. Yeah, Convention so Washington Trade State Center. Convention and Trade Center. But I actually, like, pulled up the floor plans, and I'm like, okay, they said they're going to have so much more space here and double the expo hall space. I'm like, where are they going to put it? Like, I'm thinking that they're going to move the BYOC somewhere else, and then they're just going to take the uh, the BY- BYOC plus the DC um, room. Plus the other area that I never went to that was just a giant open space that they just used for the line. Possibly. They turned that into the expo hall. I think it's twice the area, and they could just put the um, PC stuff where the main theater and the expo hall was. Yeah, we were on level two and three. Uh, or level four, because level four is the expo hall. I have the floor plan in front of me. Yes, the level four, there's nothing on level five. There's a couple ballrooms up on level six. would be nice. That's, yeah. where, that's where the UPS guys were. Okay. They were up oh, on level we'll six. Maybe take over that. We could just level up. Level up? Oh, come on. You just get... That's awesome. Somebody should just program the the, uh, the elevator so every time you go up a level, you hear a level up noise. You hear a ding. Ding. That'd be terrible. It would be hilarious. It would be, but it would be terrible. Oh. It was actually uh, really kind of funny. The MPCon guys at the tournament this last weekend when we were setting up on Thursday... Uh, had not only the floor plan for the eastern ballroom that we were in, they had the the wires, the wiring, and the electric layout. Oh my goodness! To see what circuits were where and where they could overload it and where they couldn't. Yeah, so you don't uh, don't plug everything. We think that they're all on separate circuits, but yeah. they're not. Well, the really cool thing was uh, when 
one of them came over to help us, and we said, hey, where do we plus stuff in? He didn't even need to go back and look at the chart. He had the thing memorized. Like, okay, this one and this one are on the same circuit. This one and this one are on the same, and that one's on its own. You can hook about six computers into this one, about seven into this, and you can hook everything into that one. Oh, my goodness. So it was really cool. Is it kind of odd that I'm more interested in the logistics of this whole thing rather than, like, the actual... Uh, not terribly. I'm, I'm, I'm turning into a structuralist. I'm yeah. a minimalist and a structuralist. This is crazy. So you're going to help us next time, right? Sure. When's next time? I don't know. Sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, Andy? What? Well, uh, we've covered the PAX 10 now. Right? Oh, sure. I don't know. Unless, do, you, do you have a game you're going to submit for the PAX 10, Andy? Hee 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 hee. What? Never mind. Are you saying I should be making games? I, I'm No, I'm making a joke at your inability to program. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe the Air Force is going to be making a game. Oh, segue! The Air Force? Yes. What about the Air Force, Andy? Um, well, they Not might... that I don't already know. Yes, I know. But you just killed my smooth segue. I know. Ah, oh, God. It's horrible. It. What? Well, that was what the segues were called. The it, right? Yes, that is true. Okay. Look how much they... Change the the face of yeah Steve Jobs way to Steve Jobs yeah Steve Jobs was the one that was saying it was going to change the face of transportation as we know it wasn't it the guy who invented it who said that he showed it to Steve Jobs and Steve Jobs Steve said it. yeah he put the quote in from Steve Jobs saying that he feels wow. that this would change the yeah never quote Steve Jobs we'll get into Steve Jobs later <laughs> what, what later Steve Jobs isn't here sort of where I don't see him anyway um, but yeah the Air Force has put in a request. Seeking 300 PS3s for a technical assessment. Technology assessment? Sure. Yes, technology assessment. <laughs> technology, technical assessment. Yeah, close enough. So, what the heck is the Air Force going to do with 300 PS3s? Land party? <laughs> a worldwide land party? No, 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 it'd just be the Air Force. <laughs> Well, yeah, the Air Force has probably got global communications down maybe, pat. Maybe there's like an, an inter-country military tournament of video games. Brings Was Ace Combat brings... 6 a 360 exclusive? Or... No, I think it's out on the PS3 as well. Well, maybe they're just, they want the pilots to play Ace Combat 6. Why? That's the most unrealistic fighter pilot game <laughs> no, ever. That's terrible. <laughs> Don't you have literally unlimited missiles or something? No, but you've like unlimited bullets. And you can pull ridiculous maneuvers that most planes can't do. You know what's cool though? What? The F sixteen. That can it can accelerate straight up. Yeah, I know. I love it. It can fly upside down. It can go fast enough. Well, most planes can fly upside down for periods of time. But yes, but it could sustain. Yeah. Upside down flight. Yeah. That's just crazy. And it can it can accelerate straight up. Oh, so cool. But the PS3, so uh, so all the stuff about like the research that scientists are doing and folding at home. Maybe that's what they're going to do. Maybe the Air Force is going to join up with folding at home. The Air Force is going to contribute 300 PS3s to folding. No. Okay, maybe not. I think they're probably going to be doing it for for studies, for designs, and for, I I hate to use a term, but war games. Um, Well, the Air Force Research Laboratory is conducting a tech... Technology assessment of certain cell processors. So they they're just buying them to test the processor. I guess so. Does Sony have an exclusive contract with Toshiba and IBM? 
as far as like cell processors. Can you buy just the cell processor wholesale? I don't know. Well, you have to. You're gonna have to buy like the. There's probably only Toshiba's making probably the stuck on a cable. Um, the only motherboards that can run the cell processor. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. Why don't you call up Toshiba and ask them? Like, I'm interested in buying a cell processor. Just the processor. Just the processor. You could just buy a PS3 and gut it. Yeah. Well, I think that's what the Air Force might be doing. Because it's saying they're doing an assessment of the processor. So maybe they want to purchase the processor, and this was just the cheapest way to get a, a bunch of them, enough of them that they can fool around with it. Could you imagine new planes having, like, the, the central processor of new plane being the cell processor? I, I'm now you, just, I'm now picturing an F-16 with one of those like powered by Intel stickers yeah. on the side, <laughs> powered by cell. But do you remember uh, when the PS2 came out and they were talking about how the hardware could be used to launch ballistic missiles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, isn't that this? Oh my God, you're right. Oh my God, that's kind of creepy. But I'm glad it's our Air Force. It's our Air Force that doesn't make any better. <laughs> hey, hey, as long as they're not pointing at me, right can do whatever right anyways yes so, oh, i tried opening up firefox <laughs> that was stupid of me let's go to uh steve jobs then okay i don't know where steve Jobs is on the list but steve jobs is on the list somewhere i swear to god he's on the list well he's not on the list aha but his product is on the list which product the uh the the big product of apple the one that actually did change an industry um, the MacBook? No. Um, the Mac did sort of contribute. Well, it, it did change an industry, but I'm it thinking... It created the GUI. Yeah, it created... Well, Xerox created the GUI. But MacBook came out. Macintosh. Macintosh. Not the MacBook. The Macintosh used it. And yes. They were the first ones to use it publicly. Uh, no, I, I'm thinking more like modern. Modern Apple products. So like the MacBook in, Air? In June, July of last year. Apple TV? A little after that. No, it was actually, it was after that. Yeah, yeah, it was a little after Apple TV. You're talking about the iPhone, I'm yeah. guessing. The iPhone. The i... That didn't change the industry. It certainly has, Andy. Andy, it... No, it, Andy. Look at all the phones being produced now, Andy. They all have touch interface. They all... They're all modeled after the iPhone. It opened up the industry to the fact that Americans want phones that can do more than call and text message. I just want a phone that can call and text message. I know you do. I want a phone that can call and text message and be a laptop. <laughs> so you I, want... I'm sick and tired of carrying this around. I'd like my phone... I'd like a, a device. I don't even want it to be a phone. You know? if it, I want it to have a, a cellular network connection. I don't want it to be a phone. So you I just want, want a I PDA want with, with internet connection. Yes. That can run Skype. Do you know how much Skype charges for... Skype for to Skype? Number calls? No, no. Skype to Skype is free. Yeah. But to a, a numbered call yeah. is like three cents a minute. Not a, no, I'm sorry, it's not three cents a minute. That'd be ridiculous. It's three dollars for unlimited calls to the U.S. Oh my, three dollars a month. You tie that into a, a an unlimited data plan from like AT and T or Sprint, which is thirty to thirty five bucks a month. Well, yeah, but then how are people going to contact you? You can have a number on Skype. Yeah, but I thought that cost extra. Uh, I I think it's just like another three bucks a month. Okay, but I'm still only paying $37 for my cell phone with t- on text yeah. messaging. Well, th- this is what... And then, like, a camera on the phone oh, that God. can automatically load it onto the web. Would, I take the picture, it's geotagged, it's on the web. Would, 
It's not me. Well, that was my that was my new ringtone, by the way. Yeah, very nice. I'm sure Mo will love that. Um, yeah, that's just my alarm telling me that my uh, parking meter is out of. Ah, uh, do you do you want to pause? No, no, no I'm good. Run? We can pause. We've got like another ten minutes. I'll be good. So the iPhone. Yes, we I have another ten minutes. Well, it's forty-five twenty right now. Oh, jeez, we're only like a quarter of the way through the list. Well, hurry up. You and your iPhone. Come on, go. go. Uh, the SDK conference was this last weekend. Oh, did they actually release the SDK? The, they are releasing the SDK for free. Really? Yes. SDK has been released for free, so anyone can go out and write an app on the iPhone. Didn't we say that this was not going to actually happen at one of our podcasts, if Possibly. I remember? Like well, we were joking, and like, oh yes, we're going to release it in April. Yeah. No, wait, hold on. We're going to release the specs in April. We're actually going to release it in June. Well, they released the SDK. Dang it! And it's it's a free SDK. You can go and download the beta right now. The beta. The beta of the SDK. So it's not actually released. It's in beta. It's in beta, but it it works. It's in beta. But I love how beta is like the new release. Yeah. Like we're just going to release the beta and then update it. <laughs> Uh, but to distribute your apps, you use the App Store provided through iTunes and through the iPhone and the iPod Touch. And it costs like 99 bucks a year to have unlimited items distributed through the App Store. If you decide to charge for your product, Apple takes 30%. <clears throat> I was fine up until as soon as you brought in iTunes and then... You don't need to use iTunes. But there's there's the, the App Store on the the, iP- the iPhone. Yes, but your iPhone's going to want iTunes. Especially oh, if you're putting yeah. music and stuff on there, you're going to run through iTunes. Yeah, so probably the, I, the App Store is going to be run through iTunes. Well, it's, didn't uh, DVD John release a, a program to work all that? I don't like remember. Twist or something like that? I think so, I, but then I, that that was before the Apple was bricked, unbricked, bricked, unbricked, all that. No, other that was thing. like a week and a half ago. Really? Yeah, I did. I'm sorry, I'm not paying attention to the iPhone news. I guess. Well, this wasn't just. I mean, this is this is all audio device news. I have no idea. Granted, I'm now curious about this. Well, we'll have to look into it for next week. Yes, yes, we will. Uh, so the iPhone is getting games. Yeah, I see that spore spore on the iPhone. But that doesn't make sense. Why not? Because I think of like Spore as as a PC game. Yeah, as huge and elaborate. Yeah. And well, but they're they're doing Spore on the Wii and Spore on the DS, which I don't understand. But they're like rundown versions. It's of probably it. so like sure it'll be like be a, the Assassin's Creed that they released for yeah. my phone. It'll be another rundown version of it where it's it's like way 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 shrunk down, like the Assassin's Creed that they released for my phone. Yeah, but yeah, it's, Spore on the iPhone. Th- and other other games, too, because the SDK is out, so people can write whatever games they want. Well, that should be interesting. Yeah. So do you think the, the iPhone's going to make a run at the DS? No. No. Why not? It's got an nifty touch interface. It's got internet connectivity. No. Have you seen the, uh, the, the Japanese charts for sales? No. Do you know between the Wii and the DS, they have over 50% of the hardware sales in Japan? Oh, my God. Sooner or later, people are bound to... They're, saturate the market. Yeah, they're, where is <laughs> when Nintendo releases the new version, Andy? It's like, how are they still selling the DS? It prints money. <laughs> Didn't the guy say that about the PS3 one time? No. They said it about the Wii and the DS. No. But, my God, how many, like, it what is the worldwide... prints money. <laughs> like, cause we've, got, we've got the US charts, we've got the European charts. Somebody has bound to know how many actual DSs are out there right now. 
compared to the worldwide population? I would love to know how many people in every... Worldwide Nintendo DS sales passes the 50 million mark. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this is from Ganonstower.com, so this is totally, like, oh. I, I have no confirmation of this. I just went and searched... Uh, the reference is vgcharts.com. Okay. So, so that's actually a reputable site. Yeah. Uh, they're saying, when was this? This was uh, September 30th, September 27th of last year. So Attic said it had passed 50 million, and that was before the Christmas season. Oh God. According to vgcharts.com, that's charts with a Z. <laughs> Uh, the Nintendo DS has sold 67.91 million units. 67 million units? 67.9, so almost 68 million units worldwide. Okay. Hold on, I'm looking at the world population clock. Um, current population is... 6 billion, isn't it? Yeah, 6.7 billion. So, one thousandth of the world has a DS. That is crazy. That is honest to goodness bonkers crazy. One one thousandth of the world. One out of every thousand people in the world has a DS. Has a DS. <laughs> or had one, I mean. Yeah. I mean, some people have two. Like you. No, I don't. Oh, you I, only, I, still, I only have one. Oh, okay. I still have my DS fat. Okay. I didn't go and get a DS light. Who went? Brian has. Did Brian get the fat and then the light? Uh, no. Brian had the fat and then bought a PSP. He did? He's got a PSP now. So he's one of 31.66 million people. Oh, God. I hope I'm doing my math right in my head. I think 1,000 sounds right. 67 million. We said 67 million. So 0,0,0,0,0,0. Divided by 67. 67.9.0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0,0
I'm going to say no. You still got to say no. No, yeah, they're going to they, go. They are never going to go with a Blu-ray never. drive. They're going to go straight to digital distribution. Okay. Never, ever, 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 ever. Uh, are we doing the one dollar or are we doing dinner? I'm going to do dinner on this one. Dinner. All right. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> you heard if, it here. Dave could be buying me Andy dinner. Andy is so confident. I'm sure if you emailed him, he'd probably. Well, wait a second. You How do I get dinner out of this then? I don't know, but it's your own fault for not putting a time limit on it. <laughs> oh God. Well, I, th- so I just took a bet that I cannot win, but yes. can lose. Exactly. Unless you just admit defeat that it's not going to happen. Yes, I could at some point, but that would be stupid of me. Well, what happens if, like, next... Well, when Blu-ray... St- okay, if Blu-ray stops production... Okay. No, well, no, because they could still throw on for legacy devices. No. I, Andy, I did say the next console. Okay. So if two consoles down the road... Two consoles down the road, so the Xbox, let's see, so 360... So after the one, after the 360. So the 360, 640, what, 1080? No. Where are you getting? 640? 360, oh, uh, 720. 720. And then 1080. 1080. So yeah. you're saying during the 1080 or after the 1080? Uh, the 1080. If the 1080 comes out. Yes. The theoretical 1080. Yes. The fourth console from Microsoft. Yes. If that comes out without a Blu-ray drive in like attached to it. Actually, no, once that comes out, that's yeah. it. Okay. It doesn't matter if it has Blu-ray or not. Okay. Once that one comes out, the then your okay. time limit, your non-existent time limit. Okay. Up. All right. What happens if so? Okay, so even if Blu-ray ceases production, it still goes on. Okay, it still goes Which on. Which means you're screwed if Microsoft gives up on gaming consoles after the 360. Oh, why would they do that though? Yeah, I don't know. They'd be so stupid too. But they've done stupid things before. People said they were stupid to get into the industry. Yes, but they had enough money to throw around that they created it. Right. Yeah. They they had enough money to say, like, okay, we're going to make whatever mistakes we can and ignore them and learn from them so that when we come back with the, the second gen, we'll be much, much better. Okay. You want to hit Borders? Sure. Do you remember going to Borders, like, six years ago? Yeah, yeah. They had that little circular area that was, like, kind of literally like a wart or something on the Borders. There was a Borders store where they literally had all the computer stuff. As like a little wart on the outside corner of the store. Like it, it's it's computer stuff. We want it, but we don't want to touch it. Yeah, it was literally just it was a little yeah, circular remember, room on I the corner. Going to the one across the street because I live across the street from a Borders, and like the upstairs, uh, just off the stairs, just outside of the music area, before you get to the books and the coffee shop area, was this little section that had games, but they were Video expensive. Games. They were well, they were normal price. Yeah. And games are expensive. Yeah. But there were games. But normally, like, Borders has a little... And they they disappeared. Yeah. Completely. Yes. Poof, we don't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, they're going back. Which seems interesting. I'll have to go talk to my Borders people. I've got Borders people. You've got Borders people? Yeah. I I actually, now that I think about it, might have Borders people, too. Probably not as high as my Borders people. But... Possibly not, but maybe. We don't I, I I have Borders law people. Okay. So, different part of Borders, I guess. Uh, uh, looks like they're they're going to be picking up the Wii and the DS products. It uh, doesn't say anything about what PC What a shocker games. on that one. Uh, it does say PC. Yeah, we also okay. see computer games offer, uh, particularly based on the Nintendo formats. So the Wii and DS and Sony and Microsoft just get screwed. Heck, sooner or later... I think this... if they open themselves up to the Wii and yeah. the DS, that Sony and Microsoft will say, hey, look, we want to get in on this too. 
Which means I won't have to drive out to... No, I don't have to drive out to Best Buy. Yeah. I mean, it's I literally live like two, three miles from anything, so... Well, but the Best Buy is next to the Borders. <laughs> oh, that is true now. Yeah. There's new Borders that opened up. They're I, one of the new stores, too. I, I have to go in there and check it out. Yeah. All uh, right. Okay, do you want to hit Peter Moore quickly? He's going to... Peter Moore, we, we covered that he left... Yes. He left Microsoft. That was when we had Mo on. EA. Yeah, it was. Like, the second time we had him on? Yeah. The first time, yeah. Went to EA Sports. Yep. And now he says he wants a global view of EA Sports. So EA Sports is, is pretty U.S. sports. Baseball, football, hockey. Yeah. That kind of thing. Boxy. Uh, and they did do do uh, FIFA soccer, which was huge globally. Yeah. Because everyone outside of the U.S. plays soccer. soccer. Yep. Uh, but Peter Moore is going and saying that we, we should do more like this and that we should stop just focusing on Madden and NCAA and basketball and hockey and baseball. So he's going to kill his basically his biggest market. He's not going to kill it. I mean, they'll still do it. Yeah. But they're going to have to, they're gonna have to, to devote. Well, you hire more people. Oh, that would be nice. So I have to say, like, we only have this many people to divide up amongst these games. And I mean, really... Have you seen the difference? The differences between Madden 07 and Madden 08? How many people do you really think it took to move between one to the next? Very good point, especially since I played NCAA 03 and then I played NCAA 07. And it's the same. Or if they have the, the hit stick. I don't even know what the hell that is. I don't know. The momentum meter, Although, which doesn't uh, do anything. NCAA 08? Yeah. There are a couple changes, certainly in the menu design. Hmm. And the, the graphics did receive a significant upgrade. And the momentum does do stuff. It does? Yeah, it affects how your players play. Oh. Whether or not you complete a pass or whether or not you block an interception or whatever. I never noticed that. Uh, the more momentum you have, the better your players do. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. So, so, so EA Global, does that mean I'm going to get an EA curling game? <laughs> Please tell me I'm going to get an EA curling game. I think game. that would be really funny. I, I don't curling, know. Curling, oh, nine. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see... Hundreds of people line up outside of a Canadian GameStop to buy. Well, okay, so that's the curling. one thing about curling that's not really. I've been told I'm more Canadian than some Canadian people because so, you're so into curling. Curling and Canadian politics, Canadian sports, Canadian food, that sort of thing. Okay. So, Luke Fisk. Oh, that's not Canadian. No, it's not Canadian at all. You don't like that though. No. Oh. <sighs> all right, uh, we have to hit the random topic, don't we? Yes. We rolled a 16 out of our random device. But I put a numbered list now, finally. A numbered list? Yes. Oh, man. So now hey, we don't you, have to are count. Are you still watching the forums and, and making yes. sure that things... Okay. Yes. Bring if, if I need to, like, step in ever, like, kick me or something. To what? To the forums. Oh, I, well, I, I haven't posted the uh, topic, the episodes yet. I was going to do that I, on Saturday. I tend to stay up. Uh, don't post those just yet. I'm not going to post those topics. Because we might need to move forums again. We might need to move forums again. I'll save that to my computer. Good call. Okay, so number 16 is lead. Weed? Lead. Lead. Or lead. Lead? Like the the element? L-E-A-D. What is it? PB is lead? Yeah, don't eat a PB and jelly sandwich. You'll die. Ha 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 ha. Oh, come on. That's, I loved that joke when I first heard it back in middle school. Yeah, the Kitchen 30. Oh, did, you, did you ever get that one? The Kitchen 30? The Kitchen 30. Do you know what the, the 30th element is? No, I'm probably. Oh, the cow. Oh, so it's the oh. kitchen thirty. The kitchen zinc. Ah uh, ha ha. Well, I have uh, plenty of information. Lead, as in like the element lead. 
Okay. Um, a lead, like uh, an like, electronic lead or a lead singer or to lead someone? We need Maybe. a linguist. No. <laughs> I think a linguist would be scared of us. us. Yeah. Yeah. We need a linguist. <laughs> so, lead or lead or... Lead. I, I keep hearing you say weed, and I'm like, why is weed on our random topics? And Neither of us have ever smoked it <laughs> that lead. I'm aware of. Andy, have you ever smoked lead. pot? Lead. Lead. Andy? Lead. I'm not saying weed. I'm saying lead or lead. Have you, Andy, have you ever smoked It's not pot? a random topic. I'm asking you, that's Andy. That's not a random topic. Andy, have you... Outside I've, of concerts, because that's excusable, because everyone else is smoking I am and you not, get a second hand. I am not saying anything. Andy, uh, I'm not okay. saying... If you want to know, random topic... Someone please put down on the random topic, has Andy ever smoked weed? I promise you, if you put that on the random topic, it won't be so random. Andy trusts me with the number generator. <laughs> please, someone put Which down. Which is why I'm making up the list of things has, that I can do to make random Andy numbers. Has Andy ever done weed? Please. Well, it's not really a random topic now that you have put it on there. You're the one who said someone needs to put it up there. Well, that would be the only way that I would discuss it. Okay. Well, there you go. Watch, someone will put down, David, have you ever smoked weed? And just completely leave your name out. Yes. Oh, that'd be brilliant. I have not. Oh. I, I will preempt that right now. I, I, well, I, uh, I have secondhand so, because I've walked through the dorms at Eastern. But, well, hey, hey, not all the dorms. I have second-handed because I've walked through the dorms of Eastern. <laughs> or I've gone, I've second-handed because I've gone to a Bob Dylan concert. Yeah, I mean, like, whatever. But I, I've never actually... Which he started out by everybody must get stoned, for goodness sakes. <laughs> everybody must get stoned. So, so lead. Lead. Uh, it's heavy. I found, no joke, I found some electronic components that I had when I took them apart. Mm -hmm. They had a block of lead in the bottom to make it feel more Just heavy. like a block of lead? Yeah, just a little, like, That's a thing terrible. of lead. I remember way, way, way back when we were really young, people used to say that lead was, like, the heaviest thing ever. It's, like, the heaviest and most common But it's one. not at all. Well, I know it's I not mean, the heaviest. Yeah. But and it's common. It, and it's, 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 it's common, common and it's heavy. Thing, but yeah. uranium is way, way heavier than well, lead. Well, yes, but uranium can also kill you. Well, but pleated uranium is safe, relatively. Until it gets shot out of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy, anything shot out of a gun... Oh, I Except saw chickens. I saw the the world's smallest revolver yesterday, on online. Okay, it's a two inch revolver that works. It can shoot up to like three hundred meters. Oh my! Yeah, it's like a point five millimeter. So it's not going to do bullet. any damage. Oh, it, 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 something that small going that fast will pierce you. Well, yes, but have you ever been shot by twenty two? No. I, I have not been shot by a twenty-two. As, as if I recall, the only shots I've gotten are, are needles, medical shots. I, I have not been shot by a twenty-two. No. Okay. Have you ever been shot by a twenty-two? Is this something else that needs to go on the random topic? Andy, have you ever been shot by a twenty-two? Lead. 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 I don't know what else to say about lead. It's heavy. It's lead glass is composed of twelve to twenty-eight percent lead oxide. Mm-hmm. I've seen some lead glass before. Uh, church stained glass I windows. I melted diamond, but it would just be a lump of carbon. coal. Yeah, a lump of carbon. It would be liquid coal, and then you'd start adding oxygen, and it would explode. Didn't we already have this discussion at some point? Not on the podcast. Oh, okay. We did have this discussion. Um, so I, have you we, look it up. We, we passed the century mark here. Oh, have we? Yes. Oh, we're done. Yeah, so lead. Lead and lead. Woo. Woo. All right, Andy, go more your car before you get to take it. 
Yeah, God.